0: Social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508 252 3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401. 401- good for the environment and also now it's renewable online at propaneplus.com propane plus heating and cooling in massachusetts call the rehoboth office 508-252-3359 and in in rhode island 401-885-4209 you can depend on propane plus you're listening to the john DePetro show folks it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website com. it is tuesday uh folks as you've been following if you have been following the situation overseas um now seems to just be going from bad to worse this is going to be uh, quite a situation going on with russia ukraine now the white house is finally acknowledging first they were trying to say it was not an invasion it certainly seems like an invasion <clears> there's <throat> going to be a long road the rest of the world is reacting we can only hope that the reaction from the rest of the world could uh, maybe um throw off the plans of putin but right now it is uh he is defiant troops have entered ukraine uh germany is now halting their pipeline and what you want to watch now you know we have oil in this country so the price of gas doesn't have to go through the roof we'll see exactly what the president is gonna do about it meaning president biden but doesn't have to go completely through the roof but without question listen this is a major development you have someone um when you when you're talking about 190,000 troops uh s- surrounding ukraine it's it, it would be the largest land invasion since the end of uh, world war Two. it's also interesting there's there's now a lot of talk of, you know, with the fall of the Soviet Union, the end of the Cold War, um, it, it it's it certainly, um, you know, it wasn't handled well. The West did not handle Russia well. And in many ways, it almost seems to have been able to fuel Putin and so many uh, Russians that, that don't like the way that they feel that Russia was treated. At the end of the cold war but right now western leaders ready sanctions putin orders forces to ukraine so now you know right now it's all just a little bit of a standoff they're definitely moving into position so two european officials have said russian forces have entered ukraine uh situation on the ground is unclear and of course it's going to be somewhat unclear so this is this is going to be a long develop. this is not going to be settled immediately um he you know where's he going? I mean this is folks this is gonna drag on for quite some time the the thing to watch is just how much this is going to you know impact impact world markets, impact prices of things in many ways you know th- this 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 is a White House that if anything, they're basically uh not handling the economy well, not handling inflation well. country is still a mess with the pandemic and now this i would argue that this is um in many ways the last distraction they need but that's probably why putin's going in now at the same time rhode island governor dan mckee has made it official he is now kicked off his uh, campaign a lot of people don't realize he has not been elected governor he's just filling out the term of rhode island governor Gina raimondo so today is his day and he's going to be uh doing all different kind of events and out there and he's kicking off his announcement um listen he is he took over last march so it's going to be coming up he's he's had the the big chair the big office for 11 months now and now he gets a, a chance to run on some type of record i think it you know there's um at times he started off very positive things were opening up and then starting last august and in the fall uh governor mckee ran into some self um imp- imposed um self-inflicted wounds i should say and uh, you know that still continues and there's still there's so much money floating around and this is not a a governor that's had to deal with budget shortfall i i also want to just remind people at no point even though they had a 600 million dollar surplus over 600 million actually and they had over 1.1 billion of covid money so basically, almost close to two billion dollars, and at no point does he call for tax cuts. So he feels he has turned things around, and he's poised now. And now he is officially—I don't know, understand the people saying maybe he's not running. He—he he couldn't announce. He wanted to announce after the mask mandate is over. He did announce a short time ago, and of course now, now there is no mask mandate, so they wanted to wait till that was over and he wanted things to calm down i i don't understand some of these people saying maybe he's not running no of course he's running Um, he's absolutely running he just wanted to wait for the right time he couldn't i'm not saying he couldn't have he didn't want to announce in january when if they were inside and because of weather you you know you can't plan on being outside even though tomorrow's going to be nice but he wanted to make sure that they didn't have the mask mandate in place and now as COVID is now thank god this latest uh variant is is going down and it would seem we could start to get back to normal um you know he's still not governing during normal times um and, and i i you know it's it's going to be a test of who else is out there so the field is complete Um, There is still now, as we speak, still no Republican candidate for governor. And that's never happened before. So I don't know exactly what went on with that. Somebody, either the party or the individuals. But right now, there is no Republican running for secretary of state and governor. And there's definitely a window of opportunity for both. So, folks, we're going to bring the latest on Ukraine. And then, obviously, you know, this is big. The uh, race is now set now with those that are running for governor. It's all I had right here on the John DiPietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 Thirty-three forty. they're located 400 west fountain street in providence remember with west fountain autobody they're going to work for you not the insurance company call them today if you were in an accident drunk driver someone texting and driving minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle call west fountain autobody today 401-272-3340 they'll handle everything for you the original the best and the If you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today, get it repaired, 401-272-3340. To the John DiPietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380, FM. You can always listen online at the website, com. Joining me right now is one of my siblings. She is an independent columnist, opinion maker. It is Donna Perry. And uh, DJ, this is really remarkable uh, what is happening as we're having this conversation. Um, well, Vladimir Putin is certainly... Uh, it certainly seems that he has a plan of what he wants to do. Um, still watching how this is going to develop. I, yep. I would just, you know, I, I'm not convinced this whole business of. Of the Biden administration, you know, keep threatening sanctions. It uh, it's a very large country. They're talking about uncovering, you know, a death list and they're going to detain people in camps. Yeah and I, I i just you know now what they start to invade and what you're going to do sanctions um th- this is what we are witnessing right now is not only it's uh it's history but it's it's frightening how much this goes back to you know what what the world saw in the 30s and then into the 40s
1: yeah and and good to be with you jd you're right i mean i think we are in now um what will be uh, for the worse, uh, kind of a historic uh, time frame here um, as we round out the month of February. I mean, I think by all accounts, not only has Putin, you know, really begun the military move, and I think a lot of things that um, happened in recent days, he he was already beginning it. Um, and and you're right. I think the U.S. the Biden administration's um, strategy not only did the 11th hour sort of feverish diplomacy, by all accounts, has not been successful, I guess, is an understatement. But, you know, J.D., to your point of the sanctions, that seems to be kind of the central thing that that people who really know, you know, how the State Department works and all that have really centered on and said was, was, you know, you hate to say again, but have they done some sort of a colossal miscalculation here, John? Like, you know this idea of we will, um, boy, we'll let him know if he goes in, it's, I, I mean, I think, you know, there was, it's not like it takes one day to amass the amount of, what, are the over 100,000 troops and all his...
0: Uh, right?
1: 190,000. <laughs> right, that was 200,000. So, number one, that didn't happen in one day. He's been, well, this has been building for, yeah. you know, on and off for months. So, yep. I do think that um and again it, this is our country and our president's why you know you want to wish them well at the world stage of something where the stakes are so high of course but right. i'm just saying you know when we look at their track record have is this a colossal as i say miscalculation or yeah. or worse than that john is that they privately have you know, projected what the consequences will be. And, and it's not throwing him off. It's not frightening Putin. Um, and I think he, you know, it appears, you know, it appears to say that he's clearly not afraid of the U S at this point. Isn't certainly no one in Europe, right? You know, so I think that Uh, it's, it's really, uh, as you say, this is an extraordinary moment that who would ever think And here we are in 2022 that we're talking about maybe a new land war in Europe.
0: I mean, of all things. Um,
1: so it's, it, it's
0: World War Two. Yeah. Um, you know, Donna Perry, there's been some good reporting of, I I agree with you on echo, and it's an excellent point about our intelligence, but you know, the warning signs have been there. Yeah. And if we're to believe some of the reporting, you know, he, he, He saw all he needed to see with our pullout of Afghanistan. And all this talk of Biden, you know, we won't have American troops fighting on the ground in Ukraine, but boy, you know, they're talking that this, things could get very ugly and a catastrophe, a human disaster and refugees and people literally being slaughtered. Is the United States going to just sit on the sidelines and say we're issuing sanctions? Right. Right. It seems as if the world will call for, you know, something's going to be done. It was a very good piece in the Washington Post that talked about, you know, this is someone, this is history's on the line. He is 69 years old. He's been in power for 22 years. He feels this is his moment. And he's either going to take back the land that he feels was wrongly taken from the Soviet Union, Russia, or he's going to go down in history that he tried. But either way. That is, it's a tone deaf approach to think that that's going to scare him away from you know moving ahead with his plan just by the vice president over there wearing a mask talking about sanctions, right? God well, Almighty!
1: Well, that, that's that's another point, and other people have said not only was she not effective in the Munich conference um I think there's a point John you and I have talked about this well why why not put the president on a plane why, why couldn't he have been over there well you know you and I have talked about yeah but
0: in Donna Perry I want to give you credit that you had said you know these zoom calls but let's face it if you're not Putin effective and you're uh, not effective yep. but at the same there's a huge difference sitting across the table with someone or coming in and Let's face it, I, I think we're both I, – I don't know how much physically the president of the United States would be up for, you know, going overseas and sitting down. And who knows how this gets delayed, and he's out of his element, and he's rather frail. And sending her certainly did not uh, – that no. didn't seem to cease anything.
1: No, and, and again, she's awkward in those big moments. I mean, the one yeah. soundbite they seemed to play a lot to me was awkward um, at best. And again, I think the mask it's ineffective. Take it off. Oh. Um, you're the vice president of the United States. I mean, people all over the place are taking it off. So number one is that, and I think the only thing I would say if they could get him on the plane, I don't know if they worry that he can't tolerate like an eight hour flight or something, yep. but John, I'm sorry. He, they wanted him in. He's the president. He needs to do this at this moment. Uh, you know, Macron has sat across from Putin as recently in recent weeks. You know, the, it's different to see the president of France. But if you do have the U.S. president and he's got his, you know, eight big State Department and the military brass, which is traditionally you would see the Bushes do that. They bring the military guys at the table in the big conference room. Yep. I do think that makes a difference. You know, if Ooh. Biden is sitting there and the Joint Chiefs, you know, chairman of the Joint Chiefs is next to him and saying, here are words you're not doing this. You know, they do. I I don't think the U.S. has, you know, no more fleet left and everything else. So I don't know. Like, I I just think the Zoom calls or he's going to make a feeble phone call. It's not getting the job done by anyone's estimation. You know, you can not like Biden, you can like Biden, but there's no spinning this, J.D. They have really, you know, now whether they like it or not, a lot of their language is interesting too, you know, and they're constantly almost trying to say with our partners, with our NATO partners, almost as if the U.S., you know, they almost like don't want to be like at the front of the line, <laughs> like leading it, but the U.S. has to be at the front of the line um, leading it. So this is a very perilous moment, no no question. And we don't know where this is really going. Um, mm. And, you know, like how deep is Putin taking – taking this like is it like they say is he trying to grab those breakaway regions which there's been a lot of discussion about that in recent days is he willing to just flood the zone and go like across that country which is vast talking about
0: not only an invasion but then a full occupation yeah and you know could probably take the capital in two days i don't know how much resistance is going to be there but you know and again it's it's something that Let's be honest, you know, you go back to that Afghanistan pullout. That was yep. that was a, a real turning point. Um, the United States, we looked terrible there. Uh, Biden was was not up to the task. And then he still can't get it straight. Of You know, he wasn't given certain information and internal. And, you know, the whole world saw how. we Left even Americans behind in the way we exited, it was if you're Putin and you're watching this. Yeah. You're not going to get a better moment than this. Um, and, and and it's also interesting, Donna Perry, you know, they're talking about he's going to send in peacekeeping missions. I mean, this is someone who is the is there anyone better at the propaganda than, than <laughs> Russia and the KGB? I mean, peacekeeping missions. He's telling the Russian people that they're going in to stop because there's genocide going on in Ukraine being committed by the Ukraine people. It is a full fledged you know disinformation campaign it's propaganda it's right speech that he gave is just non-stop complaints it was also interesting that the the president of uh finland did an interview yesterday with dana bash that i thought now they share 800 miles (laughs) of border with russia he's known as the (laughs) whisperer but he said that you know the the element of the pandemic has also not been good because putin's been kind of like everyone else secluded away from everyone and just stewing over what he feels is Russia under attack. And, and Ukraine is becoming Good more, and more like the right. West. And um, I just think, you know, you have been saying that the, the team we have on the field right now of Biden Harrison, Anthony Blinken, they are, this is not the dream team by any stretch.
1: No, and, and not at all, John. And again, you know, I, I just, when you watch the Secretary of State and, and the National Security Advisor, who's a very junior-looking guy, and that does nothing yes. against him, um, and he was a Hillary Clinton guy, Jake Sullivan, they're, they're kind of, I said this earlier last summer with Afghanistan, they're, they're kind of like technocrats. Like the yes. guy, he, he's very technical, and he's like, you know, he's the kind of guy, John, he's like the consultant. He He's probably great in a corporation, but that's not the task at hand when you've got this kind of stuff. And you know, th- this is like you got to be wily, and and as you've pointed out, a guy like Putin, the KGB basically invented the idea of misinformation yes. to co- to cause trouble. I mean, they did. I mean, that's they were known for that. That's a lot of what the the Cold War was, um, and and we know that. And so it was always this kind of game of like who and who and who and you know, and and it was always like this circular game. He's a master at it. And one other thing I would say that you said, like, early on with Biden, I I think he's trying to appeal to the American public, and it's a miscalculation, and he, like you say, he said, um, oh, but no American troops will go in. I don't know that you should say that,
0: you know? I don't think you, why take that off the table? Why why take anything off the table?
1: Right. Oh, my God. When you think back again, Bush and even, and and you got to say, a Trump they used to push him on different in different scenarios, and he would always say, "I take nothing off the table," because he wanted them worried, he wanted yes. them guessing, um, whatever the scenario, and uh, he would say, "I don't know, I don't know if I need them, we'll see." You know what I mean? And like so, yes. I think that even could have further sort of uh, cemented Putin's determination. And yeah. you know, I also think last point on that. Politically, it's so risky because what if there's a point that we do need to assist even a NATO force? Yes. So now he's caught in saying, but you said now he's saying, well, we need eight thousand troops, you know, and that could very well happen. So um, it's a very perilous moment for them, for us, really. You know,
0: Um, folks, quick break a lot more. Donna Perry right here on the John DePetro show. The problem with your heating system call re coogan heating today 401-732-6562 24-hour emergency service gas boiler oil burner coogan heating 401-732-6562 they're helpful trustworthy reliable explore their services look for them on facebook and the website is re residential services as coogie says let us into your home Don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling from winter to summer. Trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls, maintenance agreements, installation, RE Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers, and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Call them today. Now it's cold, it's going to remain cold. Call Coogan Heating today, 401. 732-6562 732-6562 it's coogie it's 24-hour emergency service hey not long ago our hot water tank gave out what did i do did i panic did i try to fix it i called coogan heating 401-732-6562 look for them on facebook and then the website is re to check out our website dipetro.com DePietro.com, which is sponsored by and brought you by the centredale revival comfort food and cocktails located 2025 smith street in north providence shane and his crew what a wonderful job they've done winner of several rhode island best of awards best of rhode island awards the centredale revival delicious food cocktails a lot of fun stop in and see them 2025 smith street in north providence we're speaking with donna perry dj i just want to stay with you know when you have someone and and again i want to give great reporting the Washington host got a copy of this kill list that you know russia has and they're going to yeah. go after yeah. ukrainian sympathizers and and they're talking about putting some killed others put in camps and they're going to put them in camps in russia <laughs> um let's let's you know let's be objective we are a divided nation the president has this is like a president carter he is very low approval ratings. People do not have confidence in him. And we have become this country, you know, that we've been consumed by the wokism and, you know, pronouns and 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 everything. Like to me, Kamala Harris is exactly the type of individual that Putin was waiting for, you know, just yep. really no substance. Uh, everything just unable to certainly command the room she seemed way out of relevant over there um she is not communicating effectively with u.s intelligence that said she's just there to she again they said was famously unprepared for the meeting yeah. um this is uh, th- this is a tough moment and again i want to go back to some good reporting that that talked about you know this has been for years now that you know the soviet union was defeated and then Putin's trying to raise Russia back up, and he feels that that they're not respected in the world and the Americans can do whatever they want with this unchecked power. And it he's just been waiting for his moment. And it, it certainly seems that he has found his moment. And let's let's be honest, Donna Perry, that I don't think the French president scares off Putin very, very not very at, much all. at all.
1: Well the, see, that's there's that issue. Uh, he's not afraid of Biden. And and some others have pointed out that when he went into f- the Crimean Peninsula, that was um, during Obama's administration. Well, John, like and Biden was the VP then. Right. So, you know, he he was used to dealing with Biden. And then a lot of people have said he they didn't really stop that. And, and the way the reaction mm-hmm. from the U.S. then was. And that's another thing about his knowledge of how Biden does and doesn't operate, you know, like, cause Biden was in the Obama white house and the Crimean thing happened in whatever that was 2013 or so or 14. Yep. And then, you know, it, and so I think like you say, and they, he bides his time. Um And let's be honest. Okay. Then you had like a guy that barrels around like Trump came in yeah. and he did not make he a did move. Not. No. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? So now, yes we have back to maybe the way he views it as this very conventional, maybe sort of old line kind of Democrat administration. Mm. Um, And he, and he just felt like these guys are not, you know, I can, uh, they're not going to do anything because they, they just aren't. And, you know, so now we have now, and this is um, it's a perilous moment. When you talked about the French also, there's, you know, the Germans are rather compromised and there's a lot they of reporting are. is because of the gas That's that right. they depend on getting from Russia. Same see, that, thing with Italy. Yeah, yeah, yes. see, this is also, John, kind of been under understood, it seems, by yes. some of the press. This isn't, an, there's an energy story here. Yes. Um, and by the way, you know, Europe is not ready for all electric no. energy. Oh <laughs> see, there's another thing. So- right. You know, you, you this whole idea that, you know, we're all ready to say goodbye to fossil fuels and these oil pipelines, not at all. And and so he's got that, Putin has that in his arsenal. And so you're seeing this kind of lukewarm, I think, reaction from the Germans of how committed are they to stand like shoulder to shoulder with NATO and the U.S. to stop this, or they oh. they want a resolution. So, you yes. know, you got to say who's really holding and running the card game, That's you would right. have to say it's Putin. <laughs> I
0: mean. And Donna Perry, as we are, um, you know, the State of the Union is now coming up. It's interesting. You and I have talked about that. You made excellent points. But right now we're hearing uh, that, that that Biden, it, they're talking about a small chamber and they're still going to have people in mass. But now don't look. You know, don't look now, but now they're talking about convoy coming in. They're putting the fencing back up around the Capitol. I know. Um, I mean, this is much as it's been a disaster. This is going off the rails for the presidency. What could play out over the next thirty days? Well, right. Like, and like
1: you say, whether you you know people, however they politically feel, there is no way you could spin that. You know, in this Russia mess and threat. there's no way that you know you didn't think things could get worse with inflation and everything else and now this and now you have really what what has turned into like the truck convoys are all about i think it's a metaphor for the public just a full pushback against all the covid restrictions yeah um you have the arrogant justin trudeau in canada he didn't want to meet with them he doesn't want to act on that so and he's you know, doing what I would call authoritarian moves, um, to combat them. But if you're going to have the state of the union speech, and he thinks they're just going to have a status quo speech. Um, if, if, if I was his team, John, they need to do something that looks positive. Mm. (laughs) And I just think they're at a point where they need to give a bold, optimistic speech and not just a a speech. I mean, I think like you say, they need to sound and look like they feel COVID has gone in the rearview mirror. I think you should have a full chamber. You, I think it should be mask optional, you yeah. know, and, and, and if you projected that, that yeah. might get him a couple of polling points oh. up. I don't know, but, but I Donna, just, yeah. Donna
0: Perry, especially, you know, when I want to come back to, you know, Putin, who's all about, you know the optics. He's got the yeah. long table. You know, right? There's his yes. at one end, and he's at the other. And the same thing. The French president. How is it possible, knowing that type of character and individual that he is, who's all about optics and the you know the big tough guy, which he is, and a gangster. And yeah, you, know, you go back to he he took Kraft's Super Bowl ring. Hey, I like that. I just tried it on right. and I walked away 20. with it. But how on earth did we have the vice president? Giving a speech over there and she's got the mask on. Like you, you, you're vaccinated, everyone here is tested. Um, optics matter in a situation like that. Yeah. Who on earth made the decision to still have her deliver and be speaking to the press with that mask on? This is where to me they they are just they the listen, our our president, they are they are just tone deaf because I would like to think in the past, and you worked in Washington. Yep. someone would say, listen, we need to convey strength. We need to convey unity. And you're not doing that when you're standing there with a mask on.
1: Well, that's it, John. And, and yeah. again, even for political reasons, if, if he has a chief of staff and people who really care about, I mean, I'll just say it: his political survival, even yes. for one more year. I mean, really, someone has to say, you tell Fauci, you go over back in your office. That's right. And and if, if you were his team, you would say, we are projecting, we are putting this thing in the rearview mirror. John, it, many of the uh, health advisors, Dr. Ja, people highly regarded are all saying it's reached an endemic point, by the That's way. That's right. Um, that means something. That actually yes. means something important. It means it's no longer a pandemic emergency. If I was his team, that would be in the first minute out of that speech. Cause like mm. it's, it's bad enough with Russia. So, I mean, I just think they need to look and sound actually where the American public is. And to your yes. point, why can't the vice president have, she's the vice president of the United States. I mean, why can't she go over there and say, we feel very confident. I would like to be, speak and be, tele- and I want anyone, you know, on the TV cameras, I want to be speaking without a mask on. Yes. You know, she could, they could have demanded it. Of, they, course. It, of course they could. She's, Good you know, I'm the trying VP. trying to find
0: a photo of Putin with a mask on. He oh, was at the right. opening ceremony alone in his box. In, in China, he doesn't have a mask on. He's sitting there meeting. I, I mean, you, you're talking yeah. about someone who is you know, very, very calculating and, and devious. And Donna Perry, you go back to I mean, what what Reagan was able to pull off and you think who his vice president with was, which was George Bush, who had run the CIA. Yeah. um, And then carrying through in the early part of the 90s and what was accomplished. But, you know, you go back to that, that uh, that President Obama referred to them as a regional power. And that certainly, you know, got Putin motivated to get the military going again. And then, you know, they're the ultimate, you know, give them an inch, they'll take a yard. And and they're sensing right now that that we have a weakened president, and that I can't say enough that Afghanistan pullout, Boy, can you imagine the reaction in the Kremlin after that happened?
1: Well, I, I think John that yeah. you've you've just hit it. Like I think that had that was ram- a big
0: turning point. It it, really that had was.
1: ramifications around yeah. the world. they they've ducked those questions. Obviously, there was plenty written about it. Um, And this may be one of the biggest things we're seeing as a result of that is, is this complete uh, Putin has no fear. It seems he has no hesitation as far as the U.S. is concerned. And again, they already, to me, it's like in a card game, they showed their hand and he repeatedly is saying, no, no U.S. troops. Um, And I, you know, you could say in the beginning, does the American public with all they're dealing with right now at home. Okay. do people wake up every day and think about, you know, Ukraine? No, of course not. But I do think that the long term, you know, impact and again, it could Mm. really hurt them if there's high, high and you're already seeing this in the markets. If you're going to have very high, more spiked uh, prices for gas and oil and and you're going to, you know, if it's
0: tumbling,
1: if it's at the gas pump in the U.S., the American public is going to feel it. It That's makes right. them more angry. They will yep. blame Biden and his White House. Of course. Um, but in terms of just COVID and that speech, like I say, I, I just think they need to get where all the polls show the majority of the public is now about agreeing with these governors and mayors uh, from you know Rhode Island, Mass, and all around the region that are dropping the restrictions, get the masks off children, get them out of schools. There mm. I believe in Boston they, they did drop the vaccinate proof of vaccination stuff. That was very short lived with yeah. Mayor Wu. And then I think that, you know, she's feeling pressure to get the city seeming, feeling, looking much more back to normal. Yeah. Um and so, but like it's almost like, yeah, but who who didn't get the memo? Oh, the C D C. they're behind the curve and they're not saying it and i just think that almost makes biden and his white house like john we've said why are they every time he's speaking he's in a mask and then ridiculous they run away and i think it hurts them with the optics it looks it does you know it just
0: does quick break folks a lot more donna perry right here on the john de show make henry oil your oil provider this winter give them a call today call henry oil 401-521-0200 401-521-0200 henry oil serving most rhode island and southeastern mass automatic delivery budget plans service contracts lock and cap pricing you can depend on henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 reliable affordable fuel oil delivery fuel fuel oil diesel gasoline delivery residential and commercial it's henry oil give them a call since 1947 you can depend on henry oil call them today make henry oil your oil provider 401-521-0200 401-521-0200 remember online at henryoil.com go with the original go with the best it's henry oil we're speaking with Donna Perry, independent columnist and opinion maker. DJ, how much panic do you think is happening right now with the Democrat Party? Frank Lutz was on this week. Uh, Stephanopoulos was off. Martha Raddatz was on. I think he's a good pollster. He's predicting, I mean, this could be catac- cataclysmic with the Republican Party, the red wave. He's predicting both House and Senate. We're now up to 30 Democrats not running for reelection. Right now, in late February, and, and the primaries are are earlier. Rhode Island's a late primary. right, but right now, what kind of panic do you think is going on inside the Democrat Party?
1: Well, I think the the old you know the people who really know John, it's a full panic. I yeah. mean, they they it's almost like they know, like you say. I mean, the House, the Senate, um, and and that's really to see a sitting president that they flip the White House they get him in. And if they're going to lose Congress like that, um, and, and it is, there is an indication when you see, um, I forget how long it's been since you, and I don't even know when it's been, when you, like you say, when you've seen 30 house members, Ooh. um, you know, saying, yeah, I'm not running, I'm not going to run to, you know, uh, to seek reelection. So it's pretty extraordinary. And I just, think that in none of what we've been talking about, whether it's that they are tone deaf toward, you know, really saying to the country, and he's yet to say that, that we've turned the corner on COVID fully and, you know, we're not going backwards at all. Yeah. Um, and then now you have the whole Russia mess. I don't see nothing. None of this helps them. Um, mm. and, and you're right. Like, I just think that the, the democratic pollsters and the, uh, seasoned advisors, have to know that it's just going to be a disaster
0: yeah um and and people like you know nancy pelosi's running for re-election but what is she supposed to do think of the alarm bells that would send off i've heard that this could be the final term for congressman cicilline donna perry you worked on the hill yeah um what what is it like i don't think people fully get if you're not the party in power and you're just a rep that's going back and forth from your district to dc it's it's just not very enjoyable. You're dealing with a lot of constituent complaints. People are angry and then you're not even on any of the good committee assignments.
1: Well, that's what happens, you know? Yeah. Um, and I was there when, uh, Bush, uh, 41 transitioned to Clinton. Um, yeah. and, and it just, it's like the whole town changes in overnight, you know, and like you say, and then it's just like the other team comes in and yep. then you're just not um you're not in the driver's seat and, and the mm. the seasoned people like they know then then it's no fun you no. really the committee chairmanships really matter still right. in congress yes. um it matters unbelievably so yep. um i i just think that you know that they are sensing that this could really be a tidal wave and, and i think that the the issues that have taken center stage they didn't see coming no. Um you know parents of school kids no. have not really been for many elections kind of you know the main constituency that you worried about you know I mean and that's but that's what covid did and that's, that's right. what the masking did and that's yes. what all this other stuff did So I think it, a lot of it comes back to, we're now seeing the full impact of how the pandemic really jolted the country, John. And it, you know, not to mention, we've all talked about, you've had a great displacement of the workforce Um, and that's very frustrating whether you are um, in the health sector or schools and education, great displacement of the workforce Um, and you see it just everywhere and in retail and, you know, hospitality, et cetera. So, I mean, I just think all of that adds up to
0: Brother's Disposal. Call Brother's Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brother's Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate, 401-688-0517. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage unwanted belongings maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out clean it out with brother's disposal they're also now offering weekly trash collection services call brother roland today at brother's disposal 401-688-0517 whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings call brother's disposal today come on brother call brother's disposal 401 401- six eight eight zero five one seven look for them on facebook brother's disposal get a dumpster in your driveway 401-688-0517 folks again we're speaking with uh independent columnist opinion Megan, donna perry and dj just one more thing about people not running for re-election i want to point out and i really saw it um and i've heard from some people kind of off the record but Since these, you know, the AOCs, the progressives, that real far left, the Bernie Sanders wing, have come in, when President Trump got into office in 17, all Democrats deal with, specifically senators now, that these activists and the progressives and every single week, I think it was on a Tuesday, they would show up at their Rhode Island office and they would give their demands of uh, we yep. want, you know, Senator Reid Whitehouse White House and block this person and block that person, and you know it. The way it was told to me was, they have really what a lot of Democrats. One of the reasons they're not running for election is they. There's one thing about dealing with constituent yeah. service, right? But right. they just don't want to have to deal with it again of all these demands from these activist groups that start saying like you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to block this nomination and you have to stop this bill. That's and a
1: great point. Yes. And want to go through it again. It's
0: well completely unenjoyable.
1: That that's a great point. And John, that's also is what is particularly been hard for those centrist Democrats. Because they you know, these are the progressive activists. They're very aggressive. Um, and you know they, that some of these um, office holders, they're worn down by this, they're as not. you say. and and yeah. you know, and that's, but again, this is the monster that was created, you know, and that's and, and right. a lot of I'll just leave it at that, but a lot of the other um, observers have said that Biden's team, they they were uh, sort of pandering to the progressives too much in the beginning. Um, and, you know, and, and I mean, the progressives, uh, the AOC wing and saying, gee, are you, you know, are you happy if we're going to do this and that? And I think there comes a point where the others have felt like, well, okay, we're, we're centrist and, you know, I guess we're not, um, that important. And you're not understanding that our views more match where the public is that that's Mm. the problem with, with them, you know, sort of catering to the progressive side side.
0: Madonna Perry, I am curious your thought on apparently each day, uh, you know, because of the mandates, a lot of these protesters go to the home of um, Boston mayor, new mayor, Michelle Wu. And Mm -hmm. they they have to wait till seven o'clock at seven o'clock. boom, they start blaring a horn. She shortly leaves her house after that um, around 720 or 730. And then, you know, they were also going to. um, the home of, of Governor Baker and Swampscott at one point. Even yep. to the point where there was even a piece on the globe that, gee, maybe they should have a mayor's mansion and a, a governor's mansion just so they're not in a neighborhood because these protesters going. I'm curious your thought on is that your game or is it should should a lot of these protests just be restricted to uh, you know, Beacon Hill or City Hall for that matter. You know,
1: I I think that you don't have a right to harass outside the private home yeah. of an office holder like that. I really mean that. We have you know, yep. I just, I don't know that you have the right to do that, that that's not the same, you know, someone is serving as the mayor. I think she, they deserve police protection. Um, yep. I mean, we're in a very high pitch time, obviously you don't know what, and some of the, activists are like nuts and no other yeah. way to say it john and you don't know what their you know intention is so um and then someone actually misinterpreted that some other woman was michelle Wu, and there was this whole other weird incident about That's that That's right so um no i i think that you do you are entitled to some protection. She has a very public schedule. These people are publicly out all the time. Yes. You can yep. go protest in front of a news conference. You can, right. I don't think you have the right to like harass her, like coming out of her you know, driveway. I don't. Yeah,
0: every so, single morning. Yeah. I um, I want to leave you with this though. I just think we, we are at a very perilous time as far as, you know, people are angry. The mood in the country is very sour. That's actually the mood in the world. Yes. Are, you know, when you've you've talked about it, I mean, the lockdowns in hindsight, they, they're just terrible. People don't like this. You know, the, the vaccine mandates, the mask mandates. It's um, people are, are not themselves. And I I just wonder where this is going, because if we start to get to, you know, seven dollars of gas when and now the problems with Russia and who knows that China may not sit on the sidelines as they're eyeing Taiwan. Right. right. I know some people don't recognize Or they just, you know, they're isolationists. Why should we care about that? And who cares about Ukraine? And someone I interviewed said, I don't think 99% of the people in America could identify. Well, they they do identify what their 401k is. And they do identify if Putin does a cyber attack on Poland's entire infrastructure and starts to really wreak havoc in Europe. um, I I just, I I think this is a, a dangerous time because let's face it, we, we don't have a president at the top of his game. And I'm just, I just, I don't know where this is all leading. It's, it is a lot of uncertainty right
1: now. Right. And and to, it was something you just said that I, I find very worrisome um, is I also think America's own internal infrastructure, uh, our electrical grid, you know, like this has been talked about for years that it's, it's yep. kind of aging, it's old. It has, look, we all use electricity because of the computers and the internet, John, like in the phones, all of this stuff has to get generated somehow. People lose sight of that. It isn't like a magical toy. You walk around and know you have this thing in your hand. So I I worry about that in a whole separate way that how, you know, vulnerable is the U S and I think there's been way too much in the political realm. You know, this have these, almost like these ridiculous arguments about so many other things and pronouns
0: and, and gender right. wars and right so now he's offended and you know you had there was an activist group they were out outside the Rhode Island State House three weeks ago a de- uh, progressive <laughs> now demanding diplomacy demanding we are demanding <laughs> diplomacy well you know that really doesn't work right someone like Putin who's about to move in 190,000 troops the the progressives and the way they've taken over discussion what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. You know, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd, the whole, I, we're about to find out just what Putin, when you're dealing with a real madman and the way, you know, comparing Trump to Hitler and all this other stuff, you, you're about to see and the world's about to see what, I, I just think it's, it's going to put people back to reality of what it's truly like when you have a yeah. dangerous dictator who's, who's very intent just moving ahead with their agenda.
1: Right. And, you know, yeah. we, hit John, a lot of 20 somethings, you know, that that's why they're in their twenties. Okay. They that's haven't right. really been around for two decades. They don't really know. They don't have the perspective people our age have. Uh, and you know, the world is out there and in, in most the rest of the world, they don't think or operate like Americans, no. um, in terms of, uh, freedoms. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's a very perilous time. And I do yeah. think some of these young activists, you know,
0: and we, we have a sibling who will leave it at that that travels as, you know, over to Asia and talks about those yep. are not problems that those people worry about. And, and when you think of, yep. you know, think how much they've tossed around. We need to save democracy, defend democracy. People are about to see what happens with Ukraine. That is an example of trying to save democracy and defend democracy, not a bunch of trespassers that went to the Capitol on uh, January 6th. Folks, she is independent uh, columnist, opinion maker, Donna Perry. DJ, great job as always, and we will talk to you again.
1: Great to be with you.
0: Well, health continues to be an important part of our daily lives. That's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health. It's Maria. It's my health because it's your health. But it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Look for her on Facebook. You can also call her at 401-305-3585. You know where she is, right in that very majestic old white church diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant. It's my health. And inside, pop in. You'll see vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity. Local products like Icai, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Wait till you see the selection. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas plus hemp in CBD products. Stop in natural skincare products, hair care products. It's my health cuz it's your health. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You're listening to the John DePetro Show on AM 1380 99.9 FM. Remember you can always listen online at the website depetro.com. Now while you're there, uh there's a lot of exclusive stories, folks. We cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news. Whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break, log on at the website. That's also the best way to reach me, by the way. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a, a button that says Contact John. You can also support the program. You you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com. And it's all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, so you can watch Facebook Live, or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute and then also we have some great sponsors there as well it is a happening check it each day it's DePietro.com. version of the john DePietro show brought to you by realtor pat elston call pat today 401-474-5253 there's a link right directly to her on the website a bank or realty based in cumberland 20 years experience licensed in rhode island and massachusetts pat services all of rhode island and southeastern mass contact pat elston today 401-474-5253 and you can find her right on the website depedro.com into brood awakenings and discover the brood difference two locations in johnston also in cranston pontiac avenue and then also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Brood Awakenings, their local, fresh ingredients, cozy environment, great comfortable chairs, deli- delicious breakfast sandwiches, lunch, great drinks and coffee, and plenty of room to spread out and meet people. I'll see you, and you'll discover the brood difference at Brood Awakenings.